The Frequency Podcast with Nautica De La Cruz and Amy Lopez. Amy. Nautica. How are you? I'm okay. Good. <laughs> it's so good to see your lovely face. Thank you. Thank you. Same, same. Well, we have a lot to talk about today because we have a very extensive letter. Oh. And um, so Nick wrote in again. I don't know if you remember. Nick. Yes. Remember the episode, Does Got History it. Re- Repeat Itself? Yes. Okay. Okay. So he wrote in, remember he said he was going to write in an, yes. a second question. So oh. he did. So let's get straight to the point. We'll, we'll jibber jabber a little bit later okay. um, because it's a very long letter and I want you to kind of soak it in while straight I Straight to business. Let's yes. go. Here we go. All right. It says, hey ladies, it's Nick again. Thanks again for taking the time to read my letter on the last episode. I want to tell you girls a little bit about myself so you can help with the best answer slash advice you can give me. Or or even people listening in the same situation. To the second question, a little bit background about myself. I did at some point try to take my life away, but chose a better path, turned myself into a hospital. I seeked help and it worked. I got therapy, joined a gym, I read some books, chose a healthier lifestyle and never have felt better. Everything I did definitely helped me reflect on my marriage. I knew maybe I wasn't the perfect husband. Cutting my baby mama drama short, believe me, it was a lot. I will say I'm in a better relationship with her now. So he's in a better relationship with the mother of his children. So that's a good thing. My first question was about if history can repeat itself. We did a podcast on that. I hit rock bottom like my dad, but my dad did remarry uh, my stepmom, who I now call mom. She deserves it. She is the best person to ever come into my dad's lives and my life. Okay, so I'm getting closer to the second question, page two. So I never asked my dad why he split from my biological mother because I already knew the exact reason why. My biological mother exposed me to certain things she would do and I thought it was something every mother's did. I have been divorced from the mother of my children, but my kids did ask me why did we, meaning the, why me and you know the mother split up. This was the hardest question my kids ever asked me because I would get a big lump in my throat and I just gave them the best answer I could without mentioning anything of exactly why. This would break my heart. After putting my two daughters to sleep, I would go to my room and cry. My kids have asked me again and again recently, and they're not crying anymore and neither am I. But I don't think it would be the right time to tell them the truth. What I want to know is, at what age would it be right to tell them what happened? I honestly wouldn't want to tell them. I know their mother has said different things about me because my kids probably think it's my fault. Sorry, this letter is too long, but I did try to make the best to make as short as I can. Ladies, thank you again. Can't wait to hear from you. I hope this was enough about me. Well, that's a lot. (laughs) Give me the letter. letter. I'll have you answer the question because (laughs) it's always me. So it's your turn to go first. Okay. Okay. um, What do you think? I have to say, to answer part one, at what age is a good age to kind of tell your daughters what had happened in your marriage? I would have to say somewhere in between middle school, and I'll tell you why. Because sometimes in marriages, by middle school, going into high school, couples have already kind of called it quits. You need to find the age of the maturity of your child. The only person that would know that would be him. So, you know, I would say anywhere in middle school, but you have to see the maturity and how your kids comprehend. How do you think that they will take it? You also have to find the right words and and, and put it all together. You can't just, you know... Wing it. 
yeah, you can't wing it. It's a process and you really, really have to think about what you're going to say. You got to think about your words. I would suggest also maybe writing it down, um, yeah. kind of pre-prepping before the conversation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this conversation may happen, I don't know, in the next three years, in the next four years. But if you get yourself mentally prepared for it, it will help you. Yeah. And the second part I want to say is I am so happy that you have changed your life, that you have found some hobbies that you like to do. And I like the fact that, uh, you know, your father's happy and that, you know, you have a stepmom who you call mom. And I think that's great. You know, family doesn't always have to be blood. It is, you know, it could be, you know, your best friends or your, you know, best friend's best friend. Um, I, I just think that that's wonderful that you have found people that you can embrace. 100%. Um, wow. He didn't say how old his daughters were. No. Um, I think I agree with you. Uh, it's really going to be him that knows when they're ready to receive that information. I think that later junior high, maybe, or I would say even high school, or who knows, kids nowadays are like five years ahead of the ball game like when it comes to what they understand, what they know about, what they're exposed to. But I'm thinking in my situation, like at what age was I already aware of relationships and cheating and, you know, that type of stuff. And I think it started right around high school, you know, your friends start going out with people or you start dating people and it's like, oh, so-and-so cheated on this person with this other person at the party, you know? So you start to understand um, that things like that happen in relationships. Mm -hmm. So I think that he needs to wait till they're mentally there to know that, okay, this happens. There's other people. I have friends who have parents who are divorced, you know, maybe us, they already had that conversation with their friends. Um, but I, I don't think, honestly, that the details need to be there. Is I agree. It, like they're, what is it? Irreconcilable differences. differences. Yes. Um, it, as much as you can, you know, um, I believe that anything that you say, even though how, if you practice it a thousand times, it's gonna tarnish the image that your child has of their other parent. And she may have done that to you already, but you have to be the bigger person, you know, and you can't, at the end of the day, she's the the mother of your kids, um, or, or ha- talk to your friends about her, however the hell you want, but to your kids, you know, you have to keep that level of respect. So it's, again, practice, maybe speak to your therapist about it. That would be They may have smart. some advice. I know counselors at school um, do give that type of advice as well. You know, so they may be able to even help you because they go through it with kids all the time. The resources are out there. It's not an easy conversation to have Mm-mm. by all means. Not at no. all. But it's one, it's going to come up. Mm-hmm. And two, you're going to have to tell the truth. And three, I'm with you on that. You know, if... If you think that your the image that she has painted of you is already tarnished, I mean, it can't get any worse. But uh, what you say to your daughters and how you say to your daughters, it, it's going to really set on him. But yeah, definitely, you know, I would probably talk to a counselor as well. Yeah. I mean, he didn't. He never mentioned how old the kids were when it happened, huh? No, he didn't. Because I, I know that that's that's a big difference too. 
You know, were, were the kids aware? Did they see the differences? Did they see a change? You know, what memories do they have of you guys being together? You know, because ask them, you know, what's the last memory you have of, of us being happy? Yeah. Or, you know, and those are conversations you could have before having this conversation. Like, hey, I have a curious question. Like, when's the last time you remember all of us being happy together as a family? And that'll give you a good indication as to when they checked out. Because they may, to them, it may have been yesterday we're good, tomorrow what the hell happened. Yeah. But, you know, if they're old enough, they may be able to say like, well, it was when we went to Disneyland. Mm -hmm. But then after that, we didn't really go out as a family anymore or whatever. Or you guys argued a lot. They're, they know more than you think they know. I know that from, from experience. Like the things that kids say and the things that they observe when you think you're being slick and hiding <laughs> and trying to have these conversations, you know, and they're aware. Even demeanor. Demeanor and energy in a home can be felt. So even though you're, quote unquote, doing it behind closed doors, uh, they, they feel the tension. You know, they, they feel when something's off. So, you know, just start the conversations now, I would say. You know, pick their brain a little bit as to where they stand. Yes. You know? No, I'm with you because then you could kind of maneuver and prepare mm -hmm. to what you could say and what you want to hold back on. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, too, I was going to add something was don't tell them everything in one blob. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Just piece by piece. You know, let them soak in, for example, when you read a book, there's the introduction, there's the story, and there's the end, right? So piece by piece. And then, you know, you got to see the, the maturity level of your kids. Also, how do they handle part one? <laughs> how, do they han how do they handle part two? And what about the end, you know? But honestly, I think he's going to do great. I just, I have it in my heart. I'm just, I just know it that he's going to find his way and he's, he's really going to um, observe and indulge and really kind of be prepared for when this day comes. Yeah. And kudos to you for recognizing that, that you needed help and, and getting help and, and being at the point now where you can speak about it. And I'm sure like your first letter, you know, we're going to get a lot of those guys who, you know, blew up my phone. I'll make sure to take my charger tomorrow <laughs> like yes. to work because my phone was dying. Um, but yeah, you know, you did open that door for a lot of people to have this conversation. So, you know, kudos, recognizing you needed help, seeking help and, you know, asking people's opinions. You know, you're that already shows that you are aware enough mm -hmm. to consider emotions and you know the outcome of conversations and things so well let me see the letter that, real quick i you know. also i have to say kudos on that too but i also want to say that when you get a letter something like this um from nick or not just nick but from a man period you could kind of feel the pain through the the words through the yeah. email that he sent us It just really seems like he's a very, um, very solid, uh, good human being and he cares. And just the fact that he, he's so worried about how he's going to tell his daughters just says numerous things about him in good ways. You know what I mean? And I came to the conclusion that not all men, but, you know, <laughs> maybe 50% of men on this earth really do have sincere feelings. They do. You know? 
they have some i okay i want to say that they all have feelings but but <laughs> I, I hear a but <laughs> no well like you said they i mean they all have feelings okay it's just some are strong enough mm-hmm. and confident enough to express them as opposed to lashing out and you know aggression comes when you know you want to not look weak then aggression comes out or i want to be tough so as opposed to showing you that I'm weak, I'm going to punch a wall. Mm-hmm. You know, I like, it's just, I think that we need to take away the fact that like male or female, I think it's in general. Okay. You know, I, I was just talking about this with someone and I read an article that many women, you know, sad to say many women who joined our, the armed forces mm-hmm. um, have experienced some sort of assault or trauma. Um, when they were younger in their younger life and the reason they join is because they want to be taught how to be tough and how to defend themselves and you know be like that'll never happen to them again you know so i was shocked you know i it's a pretty high percentage of of women who who join the forces that that are looking to to learn how to protect themselves because of something that happened so it's not just women. It's not just men. I, sh- I want to say that, you know, turn to trying to feel tough to hide when they are vulnerable. And I don't think there's anything wrong for a man to be vulnerable. Men think that there's something wrong with yes, being vulnerable. Yes, it, it does not make you weak. Not, no, please do not think that. I actually like a man who can open up. Um, I think it's better than a, a man who's cold, who doesn't communicate, who brushes things off, who creates bad energy in the house, who just makes you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And even if you really try to communicate, they won't communicate. Or they still have little boy problems, little boy issues with their moms. It's like, come on now, you know, you eventually have to snap out of that. When are you going to just put it in a jar and just put it away? doesn't mean you have to forgive or you may forget, just put it in a jar and and shelve it away. I mean, I just posted something this week regarding that exact same thing. Okay. You know, about, you know, it's time that you own up to the issues that you have and stop blaming the people that, you know, cause them, you know, that's only going to leave you high and dry. Yeah. You know, it's so just do what you can get help and there, there's only so much you could pull that card. Yes. Right? Yeah. I, I don't feel like I was helped at all today. <laughs> today? I feel, like, I feel like I'm in an alternate universe today. Like my world has been flipped upside down. Who am I? I'm looking at myself from an outside perspective. And I don't know how to process my own freaking feelings today. No, I mean, <laughs> you know, we, we all have things that... Um, that are happening in our lives and some days are good and some days are bad. But what I take from my my everyday is, you know, I go, okay, this happened to me today. How do I not want it to happen again? Or is it something that I could forget? Something that I could forgive? Something that I can let go and move on the next day? I just feel like you get to a certain age in your life where you just, you just really have to let things go, honestly. Mm-hmm. You really, really, really do. Because it's just going to be a really big black cloud over you all the time. 
all the time and um but i also believe in communicating and expressing myself and and uh letting know that i that i have feelings we all get in our feelings from time to time yeah you know if not every other day (laughs) (laughs) especially on mondays oh god and on fridays when time seems to slow itself down and 4 30 does not get here fast enough Girl, you're preaching to the choir. I'm just like, oh my God. Seriously. But, you know, Nick, do what you think is best. Only you know what is best for your daughters. You know, we can sit here and tell you you're right, you're wrong, and and you can role play with your friends. Hell, you want to call us, you can call us via Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) One of us will answer. Um, and we we can hash it out but at the end of the day you're gonna be the one that knows when they're ready mm-hmm. and they will tell you and sometimes for all you know they'll walk you through it yeah they'll walk you through it and like Nautica said you don't have to do it all at once you know baby steps have one part of the conversation have a second part of the conversation and don't be scared to ask them like what did your mom say yeah because at the end of the day, you may be thinking that she spoke bad about you, but she hasn't said anything either. That's true. So that will help you too. You know, just when they ask you again, say, well, what did your mom tell you? And then you can either endorse what she said or rebuke what she said and give them your version of the story. Yeah. And tell them, you know, everyone has their own narrative. Mm -hmm. Everyone has their side of the story. But I could tell you what my side of the story is. And you know what? Something that you just said a second, his kids may even make it easier for him. They may Mm -hmm. ask all the questions and all he may have to say is yes, no, yes, Mm -hmm. no. Because sometimes that's what kids just want to hear. Yes or no. Unless they're very intuitive and then they really want a long, long answer. Unless they're Mateo Lopez. Yeah, your son. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to know the who, the what, the where, the when, the why. But why? But why? why? Where were you? Why? why? Like everything is why. Why? Oh, man. It's just. But, you know, that's all. That's all I can advise you to do, to say, be open and be prepared for the questions, but also be prepared not to have to give them so much detail that's true that's true well nick thank you so much for writing in we really do appreciate it um i'm not sure i'm going to accept your third question so maybe <laughs> next year <laughs> in 2020 you have been put <laughs> no. on hold yes from writing yeah. you you can write your thank you if you even want to thank us for our answer um but as far as a third question or ongoing questions um yeah let's give someone else a try stop trying to steal people's spotlight yeah because you know what i'm gonna have to sell your script to telemundo and we can make a great telenovela <laughs> and be like no no fui yo it was eres tú fue susana <laughs> está muerto <laughs> Or the, <gasps> Está vivo. Oh, my God. Oh, please don't take me there, Amy. Please don't take me I there. Had to, I had to. I had to. Anyway, right. um, I wanted to remind you guys, our Thanksgiving episode is coming up. We've received a couple of thank you letters, uh, thank you comments. So keep sending them over. Um, we may or may not read them all, depending on how many we get. We did get some where they just wanted to vent but they didn't necessarily want us to read them, okay. which is we- weird, but okay, you know, <laughs> fine. Um, 
But, you know, keep sending them in. We look forward to telling you guys about it. Again, you can reach us on all social media platforms or email us directly at frequency at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.